Kendi, Rockstars. Prepare for a treat, let's meet and greet some bands and singers that are super sweet Making music that's fun for boys and girls, help them learn about this great big world Fun for the family, yes it's true, your kids will love it and you will too Clap and dance and sing aloud, become a part of the kindy crowd These songs will make you move your feet and give your ears a great big treat So settle in, grab your guitars, and let's get to know our kindy rock stars Hello everyone and welcome to Kindy Rockstars. This is the show that gives you the stories behind the songs from some of the best bands and singers that are making fun, informative, educational, catchy, and occasionally silly songs for children and families. I'm your host, Patrick Adams, and each episode of Kindy Rockstars will feature an artist and a featured song. So let's get to this week's show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to tonight's show. My guest is Grammy Award nominee Falu Shah. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into the excitement of the Grammy nomination, let's talk a little bit about your background and how you got into kindy music. Um, my mother is also a classical singer, Indian classical singer, and my grandma also used to sing. So I grew up in my house with a lot of music around. And from the beginning, like they heard me singing in pitch. And the minute my mom heard me singing in pitch, she's like, all right, I'm going to put her in a class and get her training and all that. So my training started pretty early and since I was three years old. And I remember like she used to feed me a bite and she will tell me, okay, now you do a scale up and down. So that was my routine of eating every meal. It's like, a bite. A bite. I mean, that's how she trained me. It was playful. It wasn't like very like, oh, you have to sit in. No, everything had music in it. So if we walk together in a park, it would be like one, two, three, four, one, two, walk in rhythm, right? If you're sliding, she would teach me an ornament. It's like, ah, a melodic ornament like that. So everything was, music was fun. It was never made to be something that I would ever get bored of. And my mom was very creative in teaching me and my brother both that way. And then at six, I got into a, a bike accident and I was admitted in a hospital for some a, a head injury. And the pain was so excruciating. My mother said, don't scream in the hospital room, just sing. So to cope up with that pain, I started singing in that hospital bed and I never stopped. That's what I wanted to do because that gave me the most comfort and support. And I, it, it gave me healing and, and it gave me the most positive comfort when I needed it the most. So I wanted to be a singer from that moment. And what inspired you to do music for kids? Oh, that was when I became a mom. You know, I, I, I moved here to the United States uh, as a first generation immigrant. And when I had a child, he, he turned four or five in preschool. He went and he 
He used to come home with all these questions like, mom, why am I brown? You're Indian. I mean, uh, but the child doesn't know that, right? He, he doesn't know the difference. Or he would say, mom, why is, why is our food yellow? Because we use <laughs> turmeric. It gives you aroma. It's, it's a beautiful spice. Um, and he would say, mom, why do we speak a different language? Because you have a heritage of 5,000-year-old culture and languages. So isn't it nice to learn your own language, your mother tongue? But it's difficult for uh, any immigrant uh, parent or, you know, person who comes. Every, some, at some degrees, we all struggle of what we leave behind in the native land and what we bring and what we actually give as inheritance. So that struggle happens in almost every culture that comes to the Americas because we don't know what to leave behind. We don't know what to give. And that led to my first album, Falu's Bazaar. All the songs that I wrote were kind of an answer to his questions of, I wanted to say to a four-year-old that it is okay to be different. But how do I say that? I, I speak in two languages. I make music in two languages, just like it was a mother's struggle. And that's how I think the nomination landed. <laughs> so does your son show any uh, proclivity to music? Kind of Absolutely. Like, uh... Yeah, yeah. He's learning. He's learning Indian classical. Uh, as a matter of fact, he in the summer, um, we did something a very, very uh, traditional thing that we do when we pra- when when we learn it's called a chilla a chilla means you practice the same scale and improvisations in the same scale up and down without stopping for an adult it's 12 hours for kids it's 3 to 4 hours and he did that for 40 days so nonstop you don't you don't get up while you're you're doing your chilla you don't you don't think about anything else but you're focused you concentrate and you sing that scale and you go up and down. Like it's like kind of a thing that you just keep repeating, repeating, repeating. And we chose the Lydian scale. So that's what he practiced. And I think he, he loves when he sings. So it, it gives me a little hope. Are you going to incorporate him into your recordings? Yes. He, he sang in both the albums. Oh, wonderful. The first one also he sang uh, in almost half of the songs and the second one also he sings again almost in half of the songs very good yeah all right well let's get into the grammy nomination tell me what you were doing thinking feeling when you found out you know it was again a very it's nominations are always like the biggest blessings because how we get nominated everybody knows it's a peer-to-peer voting so when your peers recognize you and bless you, that's so beautiful. The feeling is so um, um, great. I, I feel grateful and I feel truly honored and I feel so lucky to have been a part of this amazing, vibrant, diverse and inclusive community of the Recording Academy. Everybody, each one of us are looking to support each other with excellence in music, keeping that in mind. So, I mean, we can only be lucky, right? I feel every day is a blessing. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, the children's music scene in India or Indian performers. You will be very surprised when I tell you there is no children's music scene in India. 
Really? It's really sad. Yes. And part of my thing is I want to evoke this idea. I want to make this idea very viable and very uh, notable in India that there is something called children's music because what they do there is Bollywood. You know, everybody knows and dances to Bollywood tunes. That is the most popular music, although it's changing a little bit, you know, pop, pop, pop. private albums are picking up, bands are picking up, but still not at the level of 1.3 billion people. now. that the most popular form of music and entertainment is Bollywood. And sometimes I wonder, and part of it also, I learned in America that children need to listen to their age appropriate music. They cannot listen to lyrics that are not appropriate for them. And that is my biggest struggle in India. Children listen to everything and anything, and they have absolutely no filter. And I, I did not like that. So since I am Indian and I was born and raised there and I come from that land and now they see in every newspaper that I'm being nominated for making a children's album, they're like, what is this? You know, so it's raising awareness about having having multilingual kids musicians that make music only for kids because they deserve it. In fact, they are the population that is our future. So if we give them the, the roots of diversity, the seeds of inclusiveness and the seeds of acceptance and tolerance, wouldn't this place be a, our world be a better place? Well, I sincerely hope you blaze a strong trail in India because that is a huge, huge target market. Absolutely. 1.3 billion people and so many children. So I really hope people in India start writing music for kids. That would be awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you ready to get into a song? Sure. This episode's song is called Rainbow. So Falu, tell me a little bit about this song. So as a child, rainbow was a fascination I had because every time there would be rain, rainy season is so beautiful in India. And kids look forward to that because that's the time they can go in the park, and just get completely soaked in water. And it's really, it's only comes four months out of 12 months. So every kid is just dancing and being like completely in love with rain and water. And then comes the rainbow. And as so many colors have so many beautiful emotions and characters, and they all live so peacefully in that little arch, arc, I found that human beings can have different emotions, can have different belief systems, but they can all coexist with unity, with including each other's beliefs, with accepting each other, tolerating, and making a beautiful design of their imagination. So Rainbow came, came about because I wanted to give the message of unity and tolerance and acceptance. So that's how I wrote Rainbow. Excellent. Well, beautiful message. Thank you. Let's check the song out. Here is Rainbow by Falu. Baby, I am a rainbow, I am a rainbow 
All right, Falu, tell everyone where they can stream and download that song and how they can find and connect with you on social media. Um, you can find this album, this song on every streaming services like Spotify, Apple, uh, SoundCloud, Tidal, anything that Pandora, whatever you prefer. You can find this album, A Colorful World. And you can follow uh, me at my Instagram, which is Falu Music, F-A-L-U Music. And same with my Facebook, facebook.com slash Falu Music and Twitter as well. And my website is www.falufalumusic.com. Thank you so much for talking talking to me tonight. Excellent. No, thank you for being on the show. It's really an honor and best of luck with Grammy season. Thank you so much, Patrick.